He asked her name and smiled. It wasn't the blueness of his eyes or the crinkles around them when he grinned. The brown softness of his hair or the way it curled on the nape of his neck didn't come close. The masculine beauty of his face. Plain, but so much more, and yet nothing more than average, wasn't it either. It wasn't any of those things that made her pause and pretend her heart didn't speed up, though the blush of her skin proved otherwise. He asked her name and smiled. It was all of that and as little as that. Sarah blinked and drew in a ragged breath. Her eyes took in her surroundings, a reminder of where she was and what she was about to do. The park was empty, which was just as well. The wind was picking up, caressing her dark brown hair and sweeping it up and around her head. She had realized something over recent months. It didn't matter who you were or what you'd accomplished in life. None of that mattered when tragedy struck. You had no pull, no power. You had no choice. There was nothing to gamble with, nothing to do to put the odds in your favor. You were there, and then you were gone, leaving those around you to realize how insignificant they all really were, leaving them to try to pick up the destroyed pieces. Sarah knew now. No one mattered. Not really. The sun, making a brief appearance moments ago, was once again behind the clouds, and it was fitting, somehow. Why would the sun shine on this day, as though to applaud her actions? Sarah's flesh was bumpy and tingly, and her teeth lightly chattered together. She looked down and reflexively jerked back. It had seemed so simple earlier, so very easy. Now that she was about to do it, it wasn't as uncomplicated as she had thought. Don't, she told herself. Don't you dare be a coward. Sarah squeezed her eyes tight against the burning wetness. It trickled past the closed eyelids and made jagged trails down her cold cheeks. He always loved her eyes and said they were like warm chocolate. Sarah let out a shaky laugh he wouldn't think they were so lovable right now, would he? The laughter abruptly cut off and she forced her eyes open. It registered in her mind that she was clutching her midsection as though to hold the pain in and she let her arms drop to her sides. Inhaling slowly, she stepped toward her destination. Leaves crackled under her shoes and a sob escaped her. Leaves? make their own music. Listen once, you'll see what I mean. He told her with a wink and a sweet smile. She stared straight ahead at the mountain on the other side of the vast river. The mountainside was trees and rocks, and a covering of fog kept it out of focus. A bird's cry startled her, and she jumped, flinging her arms out to steady herself. Her eyes traveled downward, focusing on the choppy water below as she watched the waves lower and rise over and over. The river was wide and deep and brown and cold. 
she knew it would be so cold. He came home every night from work, and before anything else, before he took off his coat or boots or baseball cap, he pulled her into his arms and held her close. He kissed her forehead and told her he missed her, and he smelled so good, so familiar, like sunshine and warmth, like home. He told her once that if anything ever happened to her, there wouldn't be enough tears in the world for him to cry. Sarah placed a hand to her mouth as pain racked her frame. It was strange how much a body could physically hurt from one's emotions. The same could be said for memories.